When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tessa Blanchard is gone from Impact Wrestling. We'll look at how all of that unfolded in a moment. Plus, WWE react to multiple positive COVID-19 tests and Ring of Honor break their silence on speaking out. For Friday, June the 26th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. On this night, at Hard to Kill, in the center of the ring, Tessa Blanchard could hardly believe that she became the Impact Wrestling World Champion. And now we look to a future with Tessa Blanchard as the world's champion. The following is a one-sentence statement that went out a few hours ago. Impact Wrestling confirmed that it has terminated its relationship with Tessa Blanchard and stripped her of the Impact Wrestling World Championship. Now, this very much came out of the blue to us watching uh, from home, but there may have been some indication that there was some unrest between Tessa and Impact Wrestling. So Blanchard won the championship from Sammy Callahan, as you heard there, at the hard-to-kill pay-per-view back on January the 12th. Her win was shrouded in controversy, though, as that weekend, allegations of bullying had come to light by multiple wrestlers around the world towards Tessa Blanchard. Now, despite these allegations of bullying hanging over her, Tessa Blanchard was regardless crowned the Impact World Champion that day. Now, Blanchard has not appeared for Impact during the ongoing pandemic, as she has been in Mexico with her fiancé, who's a current Impact wrestler, Daga. Now, some wrestlers from every company that is still active uh, have opted to stay home during this time. Tessa Blanchard was one of them. And, and from the outset, that's fine. You have the option to travel if you want to. There's no company at the moment that is uh, really bringing the hammer down on people who are choosing to stay at home. I mean, you, you may argue otherwise in, in certain individual cases, but generally the consensus is if you don't want to travel during this time, you don't have to. There's no pressure to. Now, she was scheduled to defend the Impact World title at the Rebellion pay-per-view, but when that became a closed-door pre-taped event, those plans changed pretty last minute and she ended up not competing. Tessa also missed the first block of tapings, uh, which would have seen her off TV for six weeks or so. But there was hope that she would be a part of the second block of tapings, uh, the tapings that would see impact all the way up to, to Slammiversary in the middle of July. However, that ended up not happening also. 
Impact reportedly tried getting Tessa Blanchard to send in video promos for Slammiversary that would air during the weekly shows. But we found out that Tessa Blanchard, for whatever reason, did not comply. Mike Johnson of PW Insider also said that Impact tried to get Tessa Blanchard to come in to drop the Impact World Championship. That also did not happen. And so the company simply opted to let her go. Now, this puts the Slammiversary main event in an interesting situation. It was scheduled to be a five-way intergender match pitting Tessa Blanchard against Ace Austin, Eddie Edwards, Trey Miguel, and Michael Elgin. However, not only is Tessa not part of that match anymore, but Michael Elgin was taken out of that match earlier this week following a suspension uh, following allegations of abuse. Now, how Impact will resolve this uh, since multiple weeks of TV are already recorded, we will see. They've already had to make alterations to their broadcast to remove Joey Ryan, who also faces multiple allegations, this time uh, of, of sexual abuse following the speaking out movement. Now, now, when we know more about this, and there will be more to come from this, we will let you know more as well. You can find out everything we know so far at cultaholic.com and on our Twitter at cultaholic. Ryan Satin at Pro Wrestling Sheet reported yesterday that three people, including in-ring talent, had tested positive for COVID-19 at the WWE Performance Center. Mike Johnson at PW Insider has added to that number, saying the uh, the actual uh, number of positive tests could be closer to two dozen. Now, we know some of those who have uh, contracted the virus over the past week or so, uh, those being backstage interviewer Kayla Braxton. She announced on Twitter yesterday that she tested positive for coronavirus. This is actually the second time that Kayla Braxton has had uh, COVID-19. She had it earlier on uh, just as the pandemic was starting and then she ended up getting it again just the other week so you can get COVID-19 more than once said Kayla on Twitter uh, not uh, don't be dumb like me she goes on to say you can have it more than once uh, also not just Kayla Braxton but WWE producer Adam Pierce also confirmed uh, that he has contracted the coronavirus. You may have seen Adam Pearce backstage on quite a few uh, moments and segments during Raw and SmackDown and NXT, splitting up fights between the wrestlers. So he's had uh, interactions with quite a few people. And former WWE backstage host Renee Young uh, also announced this week that she has contracted COVID-19 too. Uh, obviously, we don't know the identities of some of those other ones around there, but there is concern now since uh, those are three people that have had interactions with the majority of wrestlers. You know, Renee Young, Kayla Braxton, who both do interviews uh, during WWE. Kayla Braxton more than Renee Young right now. And obviously Adam Pearce, who's been a producer. So he'll have a lot of interaction with everybody backstage as well. There is a lot of concern there. Now, Meanwhile, the mayor of Orange County, uh, Jerry Demings, has issued an executive order following the rise in cases across Florida, stating that every person that is working, living, visiting or doing business in Orange County is required to wear a face covering consistent with the current CDC guideline while in any public place. Now, WWE has 
being outspoken about the use of wearing face masks. There was uh, those comments by Kevin Dunn last week stating um, that if you wear a face mask at a wrestling show, you're not a fan. Weird comments by Kevin Dunn. Uh, Dave Meltzer from the Wrestling Observer uh, on Wrestling Observer Radio says WWE doesn't believe the executive order applies to them, however, as the Performance Center is privately owned. Meltzer says WWE did tell me the rule of everyone when they leave their houses unless they're exercising has to wear a mask. They believe, as of yesterday, the belief was that this does not apply to them because they are a private facility. Now, the EVP of Global Head and Sales and Partnerships, John Brody was on a conference call with Sports Hiatus. And he talked a little bit about where WWE sit with regards to uh, the the current situation in COVID-19. And he said the following, the health and safety of our superstars is first and foremost paramount. It comes down to leadership in many ways. Our leader, Vince McMahon, believes we have a social responsibility to put fans first and help them get a break from what was coming and what we're in the midst of. We have a responsibility to take away, take them away for a few hours and give them a smile and a chance to feel something other than what they're watching, which is also important on the news. We, le- we leaned in to say we're going to put fans first and do everything we can, working with state, local and federal officials to make sure it's safe for our most important resource, the WWE superstars. And we're going to do whatever we can to deliver content for our partners and our fans. So both the fans and the health and safety of the wrestlers are the most important things. The WWE understand that the decision other sports made, we wouldn't have made the decision we made if we didn't think we could do it safely for our internal staff and for those affected. But we felt America needed it and needed the pick-me-up. So that is the reaction from the EVP of Global Head and Sales and Partnerships. That's John Brody's words there, saying bizarrely that the fans, the wrestlers, and health and safety are all the most important things. Now, according to Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com, whilst the the reactions outside of wrestling uh, are a little bit heavy, the unrest inside of wrestling is pretty heavy too. Sean Ross Sapp says WWE wrestlers are unhappy with the communication, or lack thereof, from WWE during the latest round of COVID testing. The report states WWE stars haven't been told how many positive tests or who actually tested positive because without knowing who uh, they don't know who they've been exposed to and it would make it difficult to know if no one's telling you when sean ross sap asked his sources about the total number of positive tests the response that he got was we would know better than them Uh, ross sap says that a number of wwe employees have contacted him about the situation now there are plans today and tomorrow for WWE to tape. They're looking to get an episode of Raw and SmackDown for next week and for the week after. So double blocks of taping uh, today and tomorrow, despite these positive tests. We don't know what these tapings will look like. Uh, More than likely, we're going to see Performance Center recruits in the crowd again. Whether or not they will be wearing face masks, I don't know. I'm sure if WWE can fight wearing face masks, they absolutely will. But the the state of things in Florida with cases going up, this could all change on a dime. So stay with Cultaholic.com because when we know more, you will know more.
Following allegations of abuse against Ring of Honor star Marty Skrull, and after Marty Skrull posted two statements about the allegations, Ring of Honor have broken their silence. ROH put out the following yesterday. At Ring of Honor, we pride ourselves on the respectful and inclusive environment we have built, one that ensures all employees can work in a place where they feel safe and respected. We take these matters extremely seriously, and we have a zero-tolerance policy when it comes to this type of behavior. Ring of Honor has launched an immediate investigation into the claims made against its currently contracted wrestlers. We will update you on our investigation once it concludes. Uh, this comes at the end of a week which has seen hundreds of allegations around the wrestling industry of harassment and abuse and the subsequent rise of the Speaking Out movement. You can find out more by following the hashtag Speaking Out on Twitter. Heading into a massive two weeks for Wednesday Night Wrestling, there was certainly a moral victory for NXT this week. NXT picking up uh, its biggest ratings in over four months on the USA Network with an average of 786,000 viewers. AEW Dynamite didn't fare so well this week with an average of 633,000 viewers, which is down a bit 18%. Uh, this is actually the lowest number the show has ever ever done. This is the biggest gap between the two uh, with NXT in the lead as well. 153,000 people difference in total viewers. This is a real uh, big win for NXT who have been on the back foot against AEW almost from the get-go. You can probably count on your hand the amount of wins NXT has had uh, on a Wednesday night and this feels like a significant one going into Fighter Fest for AEW for the next two weeks and the Great American Bash for NXT for the next two weeks. As usual, you can check out on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, Jack and myself with AEW Dynamite and NXT Graded, respectively. Speaking on the sports hiatus call, Charlotte Flair uh, has given an update on when she will be back. There was talk that Charlotte is going to be taking some extended time away from the WWE. That doesn't seem like it's going to be the case. Charlotte says, I'll only be gone for a few weeks. They can still play things on the WWE Network, but utilizing my social media will be the most important thing while I'm gone. With WWE, there are so many things that I'm part of. I'm part of the organization called Girl Up, where I'm able to stream live from my social media, so no one's going to miss me. They're still going to, they're still going to feel like I'm there, basically. I, I'm gone but i'm not really gone so when they, we were talking about charlotte flair you know being back just about in time for SummerSlam in august it looks as if it's, it's that's a that's certainly not going to be the case at all in fact it's going to barely feel like she's been away speak so following this uh, this conference call on sports hiatus uh, sonia deville uh, was chatting to a british newspaper uh, about uh, certain things that are going on in her career right now she's certainly been making a name for herself on smackdown when asked about uh, charlotte flair asking if flair is entitled sonia deville said it's a twofold question does she get opportunities because of who she is Maybe. Does she deliver every single time? For sure. I'm the same way. Where anything you throw at me, I'm going to deliver. You could throw anything at me. If I'm giving the same opportunities as Charlotte Flair, I will be as big, if not bigger, than Charlotte. Big words by Sonya Deville, who has genuinely been a standout on SmackDown over the last couple of weeks. Talking of SmackDown tonight, uh, we will get a WrestleMania match being re-aired 
on Fox. As part of a tribute to The Undertaker, WWE is going to air The Undertaker and AJ Styles' Boneyard match from Mania on this week's episode of SmackDown. The official statement says, as part of the special recognition for The Undertaker, the astonishing Boneyard match between the dead man and AJ Styles will air on television for the first time. As superstars, legends, celebrities and fans have expressed their support for sports entertainment icon, the blue brand now gets to share the same message. Thank you, Taker. You can stay up late and watch along with us as Adam Pacitti will be live streaming SmackDown reactions on the Cultaholic YouTube channel uh, later on tonight. WWE has released uh, a tagline for Extreme Rules, which is an interesting choice. So they revealed that uh, next month's pay-per-view is now referred to as WWE Extreme Rules The Horror Show. Intriguing. Uh, Two matches have been confirmed for the show on July the 19th. It's Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler for the WWE title and Sasha Banks versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Bray Wyatt returned to WWE TV on SmackDown last week to continue his feud with the Universal Champion Braun Strowman ahead of a potential match at Extreme Rules, which may be where they incorporate the horror show tagline. We will see. Uh, This was an event that was meant to be held in San Jose, California, the SAP Center. But then obviously the world shut down. So now it's coming out of the Performance Center. And if uh, they're going to play on the horror show theme, probably a match at the Wyatt Compound as well. I'm just going to put that out into the universe. And finally, Aubrey Edwards was on Talk Is Jericho, sharing the story of her name. Her real name isn't Aubrey Edwards. She says, my name is Brittany. One of the first things I noticed on the indies is anytime I work with a promotion, they'll throw me in a women's match because there's people who don't think women should ref men's matches or they like the image of only women in the ring. I thought, I'm probably going to cross paths with Britt Baker, so I should probably come up with a different name, just to limit confusion. I show up to AEW, no one knows who I am, so I introduce myself as Aubrey. My dad's name was Edwards Aubert, so my wrestling name is Aubrey Edwards. He passed away when I was 12. He never saw any of this, but he'd get a huge kick out of it. I wanted something that was important to me. I love that. So that's the story of how Aubrey Edwards became Aubrey Edwards. You can hear her chatting to Chris Jericho on the new episode of Talk is Jericho. It's a it's a really, really good chat that those guys have. And that will do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News for the week. Once again, I say thank you for continuing to support what we do here at Cultaholic. It has been uh, a, a tough week for wrestling, to say the very, very least. Uh, always hold on to the fact that they will never not be good people. I'm going to say that until I'm blue in the face. They will never, never not be good people. You can check out cultaholic.com right now for the for more on the stories that we've talked about here, including the termination of Tessa Blanchard from Impact Wrestling, the COVID-19 procedures at the WWE Performance Center, and we've just put on a list of five of Chris Jericho's strangest feuds. Remember Jericho feuding with Kane over spilt coffee? That was... 
that was a thing that happened. You can check that out at cultaholic.com right now. If you haven't done so already, I'm going to encourage you once more uh, to check out uh, the Cultaholic podcast feed. Not only is there a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps featuring former WCPW star Prince Amin. It's an episode that is uh, approved by WWE champion Drew McIntyre. True story. Uh, But the Cultaholic wrestling podcast lives here as well as Ross, Jack and Matthew will be chatting over the weekend about what has been quite the week in wrestling. Let's, let's put it that way. If you can't wait till tomorrow to hear the podcast, you can watch the podcast later on today on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. I will speak to you on Monday. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.